You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hello, hello. I am really looking forward to today's topic with you. We're going to be talking about wanting something versus committing to something. And I have lots and lots of examples to give. And we're also going to be talking about moving from wanting something to actually committing to it so that you can bring whatever it is that you want into your life. This topic came up as a result of two of my coaching clients, both of them had the same exact goal. And one of them was completely committed to her goal while the other one just wanted something as a result. One created the business she wants while the other one has kind of stayed a little bit stagnant in this category. And so I've had to have some very in-depth conversations with my client who was just in the wanting stage and work through some of the stuff going on for her so she could move to the committed stage. I want to describe wanting for you by talking about this specific example. So many times in my life, I've wanted to be more fit. I've actually always been pretty thin, except throughout my pregnancies for some reason. But besides that, I'm pretty thin. But in order for me to look and feel fit, I have to do what I consider heavy weights for me several times a week. So in the phases of my life where I was wanting to be fit, this is what it looked like. I'd work out sometimes but would make excuses to skip days. If someone offered me a donut, I'd say yes. When my husband wanted pizza for dinner, I'd say yes. A cupcake at a party? Sure, why not? Cookies to my office? Yeah. And despite all that, I still did stay pretty thin, but I didn't look or feel fit the way that I wanted to. Now, there was a time in my life after I had my first baby, and I'm sure this will happen when I have the second baby, where I was committed, 100% committed to losing the baby weight and being really fit. And if we look at the example of after having the first baby, that time in my life looked extremely different. When I was committed, this is what it looked like. I worked out six days a week, whether I felt like it or not. It didn't matter if I wanted to work out or not. I still went to the gym. I completely cut out sugar, carbs, and dairy. So when my husband said he wanted pizza for dinner, I said no. He would still order it, and even though I wanted the pizza, I still said no. Cookies and cupcakes at parties or at my office, not for me. In fact, that year, my office manager got me a thing of lettuce as my birthday cake, and we always laugh about it. I remember that year, one of my specialists sent me this huge gift of dried fruit. The basket was so big and I know how much sugar that those dried fruits have. So I just gifted the entire thing to someone else. The result I created with this was far different than the result I created with the first scenario. The result I created was losing all 60 plus pounds of baby weight that I had gained and becoming pretty fit. You probably are attributing the result to all of the actions that I took. That's normal, like exercising, a strict eating protocol, and everything else. But actually, the commitment came from my mind. So this is a really important factor that can be overlooked. It's interesting. I actually always get direct messages on Instagram. And by the way, 
you can always message me there. I'm just at Dr. Yazin, but I always get messages there from moms who are in the postpartum stage. And they're like, okay, I remember that you posted what you were eating when you were losing your baby weight. What was it? And they're so obsessed with the actions. They're so caught up with the actions. And I'm like, it wasn't, yes, the actions helped there, but it started with my mind. The commitment in my mind is what created those actions for me. So I first decided that I was going to lose all the weight, and then I went to work to create that. Whereas in the first example, I wasn't committed to my fitness goals. I was just living and wanting it. And from the want, I didn't put much focus into creating my results. The key is to make sure that you commit in your mind. And the reason that's so important is because when you commit in your mind, you set up protocols and you have really strict boundaries. And when you're committed and obstacles come your way, you don't just throw your hands up in the air and say, well, there goes that dream. I'll figure it out later. So when I was working out for weeks and eating super clean for four to six weeks and hadn't even dropped a pound yet, I didn't make it mean anything. I just evaluated what I was doing and I just kept going because I was 100% committed to the weight loss. When I'd go out to eat with friends and a basket of chips or a basket of bread would hit the table, I didn't eat it because it wasn't on my protocol. Like I had a boundary that I wouldn't eat those things. So I stuck to it. When you're not 100% committed, you don't create the result that you really want. It's just a dream that keeps on playing in your head, but you actually don't get to live out that dream. And so I want to mention here that it didn't even matter that I didn't know the how of losing the weight. You actually never know the how until you do it. Like some of my coaching clients were, were trying to hit big goals. They're like, but I don't know how I'm going to do that. And I'm like, of course you don't know the how. If you knew the how, you would have already done it, right? You're going to learn the how, but you don't need to know the how until you do it. You just have to commit to doing it. You have to make it non-negotiable. The how is not important. I, I had never in my life lost weight before. So think about losing all that baby weight for me was a complete mystery to me, but I was fully committed. So every failure just led me to figure out what worked and what didn't work. Like there were days when I would get on the scale and I was up and I was like, how is this possible? I'm not eating any sugar, flour, dairy. I'm working out all the time and I'm not snacking in between my meals. Like I'm doing all the things. Why is the weight going up? Right. But I still didn't let that stop me. I didn't let the obstacles or what felt like the failure stop me. And I had to just evaluate and change things up quite often. So the last two months of my weight loss, I stopped losing weight, I had four pounds left and I just couldn't seem to get it off no matter what I did. I worked out more. I tried everything. Like I switched up my diet. I ate less. And I worked out more and I ate more and I worked out more like nothing was working. I didn't lose a pound. So instead of giving up on those last four pounds, like, oh, well, maybe my body just wants to hold on to these. What I ended up doing that I hadn't tried is I added more calories and carbs back into my diet and boom, the weight came right off. I think the last four pounds came off in like 10 days or something once I did that. But it took me being completely committed to the weight loss to figure it out. The same thing happened in my business. I didn't actually start making a lot more money in my business until I fully committed to making more money. Again, I didn't have to know the how. I just had to be committed to it in my mind. I want you to think about your goals. Many of you listening have very different goals. Some have goals to have more space in their schedules. 
Some of you have goals to be making more money in your business. Some of you have goals to build your social media presence and get more high quality patients into your practice using free resources like Instagram. Whatever your goal is, you have to completely commit to it first in your mind. Let's take having more space and free time in your schedule. So when you just want more free time in your schedule, this is what it looks like. You yearn for more free time constantly. You think about all the things that you would do if you had more free time and you just daydream about it. You think about how nice it would be to not be so consumed with work. You want to leave work every day at 3.30 to spend time with your kids. And last minute, when a patient wants to get on your schedule, you say yes, and then you don't leave work till 5.30. But when you are committed to having more free time in your schedule, you build in your free time first. You schedule your family time first and time for yourself first. Your hair appointments, your nail appointments, your workouts, your vacations. You create boundaries around your free time and you protect that free time. So when a patient wants to get in last minute, you don't allow them to be put on the schedule. You leave work at 3.30 to spend time with your family. That's the difference. When you want to build up your Instagram account, you put time in your schedule to create the content, even if it's 10 minutes once a week. You schedule the time in. You post and don't expect to get patients right away. You keep posting regardless of your engagement. You find ways to get more engagement. You figure out how to refine your message. You're committed to the outcome of getting high quality patients into your office no matter what. So when you spend time posting and it's been a few weeks and you haven't gotten any patients, you're not going to give up. It's like my weight loss example. The same way I didn't give up six weeks into my plan when I hadn't lost a pound You also don't give up when you're posting and not seeing a return on your time just yet. You just keep adding value to your value bank. So if you're in Grow With The Gram, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I also have a podcast episode talking about the value bank. So if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to episode 76. It's called Organic Marketing, where I talk about this concept of the value bank. Regardless of what's happening, because you're committed to the outcome that you want, you keep trying things until you figure out what works. I've told this on this podcast many times, but when I committed to Instagram, I committed to posting every single day for one year. And for one year, I didn't get a patient in my office. It took me one year to get somebody into my office from Instagram. And after that, it was like, I control the faucet of how many new patients I want a month in my office and how much money my practice makes. But before that, I was so committed. I was like, I'm going to make this work no matter what. And I spent one year figuring it out and I finally figured it out. So that's what commitment looks like. It's not like, oh my gosh, I've been posting for 11 months every single day and I still haven't gotten a return on my investment, right? I just kept adding to my value bank until that compound interest built up and spilled over. So, and by the way, if you don't know what I'm talking about there, just go back to episode 76 of this podcast and you'll understand what I'm talking about. And if you're in Grow With The Gram, you definitely know what I'm talking about. And of course, with Grow With The Gram, it's it's not gonna take you a year to get a patient in your practice, but that's just what it took me, but I just want you to understand the commitment was there. Regardless of what your goal is, you have to be committed in your mind first. Moving from just wanting something to committing to something means you take it more seriously. If you are ready to commit to your goals, here are a few things that I want to tell you that can really help you. Start with your why. So why is this goal important to you? Why do you want it? How will your life actually be different? And what would it mean to you to have achieved this goal? So for example, 
Creating a loyal base of followers on Instagram was important to me because it allowed me to market my business for free when I had no marketing money. It allowed me to start doing the treatments I wanted to do and to be able to refer out all of the treatments that I didn't want to do. It helped me build freedom in my life and my business. It was and is important to me because it gave me the opportunity to build a business with patience that I absolutely love. So every day at work feels fun and exciting to me. And those reasons are so compelling so that when life happens and things get in the way, I can keep going. When I don't get the results I thought I would have, I can keep going. Extending my timeline for a goal is not an issue. Don't expect results right away. Be willing for it to take as long as it takes for you to see the success. My post-pregnancy weight loss journey took longer than I expected. I thought by six months I'd be done based off of this random calculation that I had created for myself from other people who had lost weight. It took me a full eight months. I, and it wasn't a big deal that my timeline was extended. My why for that was I wanted to have a healthy body that didn't carry extra weight on it that I didn't actually need. I wanted to be more fit and to be healthier. And also, I know my doctor had told me that it will help in future pregnancies um, to prevent issues and more complications with the pregnancy and my body in general and like having pregnancy diabetes and all these other things. So it was important to me to have that. Having a why is so important. Another thing that you can do is to create boundaries around your goals. So for example, if your goal is to leave work earlier, create boundaries of when you see your last patient of the day. Create a protocol of what you're going to do to achieve your goal, even if it's taking one baby step closer to your goal. So for example, if increasing your social media presence is important to you, as you all know, I think it should be, set aside 10 minutes a week to create social media content. Don't be consumed with the how. The how is not that important. This is another thing. You won't even know the how until you achieve your goal. So don't worry about the how. Just focus on being committed in your mind and you will figure out the how, I promise you. So those are just a few things that you can do to get moving forward. Be committed, my friends. Take this episode as a sign that you are ready to commit to your goals and to create the life and the business that you want. Commit to it in your mind first. And if you're ready to commit to creating money in your business and you actually want to know the how of using Instagram to help you, join me on my free masterclass where I teach you four secrets to making Instagram a dependable stream of high quality patients. You can sign up by going to dryazin.com slash masterclass, and I will also link it in the show notes for you. I'll see you there. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.